0: Welcome to the Fast Forward podcast, the series dedicated to answering the challenges that keep entrepreneurs awake at night. I'm your host, Patricia Keating. Today we have a really special episode and we're celebrating the power of mentoring. This is a topic that I am incredibly passionate about and that I hope by the end of today's episode that you are too. Only a quarter of SMEs use mentors, yet two thirds of businesses that use them uh, report a boost in productivity. So to help us understand a bit more about mentoring and how it actually supports and helps everybody that's involved, I've brought in two very special guests. Um, we have Gareth Healy, director of Beyond Noise, and also uh, finalist in National Mentoring uh, Mentor of the Year. You <laughs> uh, from last week down in London, and also Tanya Nickel, founder of Trip Tea, who both met and were brought together at a Tech Manchester uh, mentoring match event uh, last year, last February actually. Welcome, both of you. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna get into your partnership, and because uh, it is incredibly special, and I've really enjoyed how it's evolved over um, over the twelve months. Um, but I want to take you into a time capsule and take you back uh, to January 2018, or maybe a little bit before Gareth when we met, um, and. Before you entered into that matchup, and before you both entered into a formal mentoring program, what were your expert expectations of mentoring, and what you thought you were what you were getting yourself into? Um, I think Gareth, we'll start with we'll start with you.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, I. Um, I mean, I'd, I was at a sort of uh, quite a crossroads at, at, at that time actually, because I would just sold, or re- relatively recently sold the share in my uh, business. So I guess partly I was looking to sort of uh, not fill my time, but but keep busy, keep active, keep involved in business. And, and one of the things I thought I'd like to do was was to do some mentoring because it's it's something that I thought that I'd uh, done quite a lot of um, in the past, which in the last 12 months i've realized i have and i haven't so it's been quite a learning experience that i have that some of the things that tanya and i have done and the conversations we've had i've thought yeah yeah and i've done lots of that but then there's also been some surprises and and a learning experience for me as well mm-hmm. so my expectations were at the start um i didn't quite what to, to know what to expect really i didn't think it would have we are sort of into our 12 month um, uh, in in sort of the relationship now. I didn't actually think it would last that long. I don't know why. I thought, you know, I'd have three, four or five meetings with somebody mm-hmm. and then they would you know, go crack off and on. do something and crack on and, and, and it would sort of, uh, maybe I'd do something else or, or go, uh, you know, sort of try and help somebody else. But the fact that it has lasted so long is, is a good thing. So, mm. um, you know, one of the things that I was a little bit surprised about is the sort of 12 months has gone flown so quickly and we're still actively uh, talking, well, every week, aren't
2: we? Yeah. Tanya, what about you? Um, Well, when I started out, I was actually uh, doing another business. Um, I didn't know what mentoring was. Um, I was told by another woman who had gone through your program before and said to get in contact with you and that uh, I would get paired with a, a mentor that can help me with the business. So I didn't have a lot of expectations going into it. Um, I just thought that I would give it a go and and see where I got. I knew that I needed help and I didn't know what I was doing. So that's sort of how I ended up in contact with you in Tech Manchester.
0: Nice. Um, I guess it's a brave first steps into the unknown.
1: I was just about to say, actually, I think, you know, whilst as Tony rightly said, there's no expectations there, but I think the fact that she took that step Mm. uh, to to get some mentoring and get some help is a big step in itself isn't it on, yeah. on, on that sort of journey and a sort of well for me it's sort of almost you know 75% of the the way there to getting to, to, to achieving something because you've asked for some help and you've decided you've, you've you've acknowledged the fact that you know help can somebody else could help you which is a lot of people don't, don't they? yeah well so that's people.
0: it well that you know they there's only what a quarter of SMEs are actually mm. using them. Yeah. So there's 75% of companies that aren't yeah. that aren't doing it, even yeah. though it's a massive benefit. But yeah, yeah that open-mindedness, I think, um, mm. when you're a part in terms of, I don't know what this is, but um, I know I need help, and this looks like a great program. Give it a whirl. What's the worst that's going to happen? Yeah. That's how I make most of my decisions yeah. in life.
2: <laughs> that was sort of how I'd gone into it, was I didn't know what it was going to be, but what was the worst that was going to happen? Yeah. And uh just thought I'd give it a go.
0: Yeah. Great,
2: and look at you now—so brilliant! <laughs> um,
0: so let's talk a bit about because you mentioned you touched on it there. Um, let's talk about your sort of business um, sort of journey, the two sort of how the businesses have evolved, and you know when you then did come along to, to match up because obviously we did a preparation day with you the day before, and um, then you met uh, a number of different business people, including Gareth. Um, what you were what you were looking for when you went into that event.
2: Well, at the time, I was doing a different uh, business. It was still in travel, however, um, it was more of an information website with a blog, mm. and so I was. I think my m- main goal was to get help with monetization and how to make it a business, essentially. And so, I think when I had met with, I had met with six uh, potential mentors. I sort of explained. What the business was, and then what I was looking for, but it was to grow what I had been doing mm-hmm. uh, and um how to monetize it and how to make it bigger than what it was.
0: And Gareth, what about you then? Let's talk about your sort of um background and um sort of what you were bringing to the table to that mentoring matchup event.
1: Sure. Um well, I um I guess I'm a marketeer by by trade. And I um, spent most of my career in, in marketing agencies uh, for the last, well, up to the time I met Tanya for the sort of eight, 18 years previous to that, I owned a, a share in, in quite a large independent agency over in Leeds, basically a Leeds and London the office in, in the end. And um, so I, I'd left that business because I'd sort of, I feel like I needed, I felt like I needed a new challenge. And um, as I said before, I wanted to get into, to to do things, to learn about new things to keep involved in businesses Mm. met yourself Trish and uh, the mentoring side of Tech Manchester just really appealed to me because I thought there's, there's sort of potentially people that I could help with my experience here but also my Teach me a few things. They can help me yeah. because they're in different areas and doing different businesses. It's not just marketing's a part of it. Marketing, I believe, is you know is fundamental to every business in mm. some way. But um, it, it doesn't. It's not necessarily either. Certainly not marketing agency. And it's probably not going to be something uh, that I'm used to dealing with in terms of clients as well. Because my clients in my agency were usually quite big names. They were sort of big retail uh UK retailers predominantly. So I yeah. thought, you know, it'd be an interesting challenge to get involved with something from the start and something that somebody's some founding uh particularly in the tech space.
0: Yeah. I remember the first um I remember a meeting very clearly and that kind of excitement that you have you were like i just want to get involved just want to be like in the middle of it all yeah but your first i think it was a linkedin message which was uh Will you take mentors from leeds <laughs> yes, <it> was. <laughs> i was like i'll take them yeah. from anywhere i yeah. don't care
1: well i'm from the manchester area originally yeah. so i've got still got family over here but yeah, yeah. it's surprisingly when we met I, I sort of there's there's mentoring groups and thing and lots of stuff happening particularly in tech in leeds mm. it's very vibrant uh city but, but in that respect but um wasn't the organization wasn't the structure around what you've put together here at tech manchester so it was very easy what i what it really appealed to me if i'm honest was the fact how easy it was to to get involved and you made yeah. it you facilitated it really well so um that that sort of inspired me to yeah jump in the car and come over and and, and do the yeah, mentoring matchup hang
0: out. <laughs> yeah, that's good <laughs> so it sounds like it's it's kind of on paper it sounds like it's pretty clear why you sort of Certainly, why you would have selected Gareth? You know, you were looking to monetize and um, the business. You've got wealth of marketing knowledge. But was was that the was that the, really the crux? Or what was it that sort of stood out to each other um, at the matchup event? Why did you kind of pick each other? Was it just that on paper tick a box, or?
1: I think for me, I um, it wasn't just that at all. I said it was. You know, I, um, we met five or six people. All the people I met were were really interesting. But but. Um, The fact that, well, lots of people are, I'm interested in travel, Mm -hmm. you know, not to the extent that Tanya is in terms of putting a business around it, but I'm, I'm interested in travel. So the fact that Tanya's business was connected with travel really Mm -hmm. appealed to me because I thought, you know, that that will be an interesting area to to work with as well as working with, um, Tanya herself, um, Mm -hmm. Of course, there's the uh, the Canadian factor that, that that's quite interesting. <laughs> there's a lady here that I, I expected to meet somebody from Manchester, and, yeah. and and I sort of did, but I also met somebody from Vancouver, uh, which was interesting. But uh, of course, um, and and again, there was seemed to be quite a sort of good balance on that day, as I remember. But of course, the female founders yeah. uh, element is something that uh, you know really uh, appeals to me. Well. Lots of people are trying to promote, and rightly so, the the fact that more females need to be should be involved in techs and should, yeah. and should be involved in starting up businesses. So, um, whilst there's a forty odd year old bloke, I yeah. thought, well, <laughs> I, if I can help that female founders uh, push and, and 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 try to get involved in that and and, and add some something to that, um, that that's only a good thing as well. So that, yeah. that's what it and that
0: advocacy me. is so so important, sure. it's so important to the um, to success, um, Tanya. Not to put you on the spot and make you nervous or anything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I think when I had met Gareth, um, you know, I explained the business. He seemed excited about it. Uh, I can't remember exactly what you had said, but I think we had a conversation around what we could do with it. He was in marketing. He had scaled a business, um, you know, knew about monetization, that sort of thing. And I thought he was quite creative. So I thought I needed help sort of expanding the business And thinking outside the box. So I thought that with Gareth, it would be really helpful to for the business to have that expertise and the knowledge and and the experience. Yeah. I was quite inexperienced when we had first met and I don't come from a business background. And so, you know, I was quite lost in a lot of ways and he just seemed very confident and and sort of reassured me that mm. we we could do this yeah. and
0: you know I could make a success of it nice you're so already starting to take one of those sort of mentor roles that you have to be yeah. which is a, a cheerleader yeah.
1: yeah absolutely I think you are missing one point out as well though we, we've discussed in the past because it was the Riga moment <laughs> because you 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 said I remember you saying to me you mentioned Riga you were sort of I've been to Riga and you said you're, you're the only one of, one of the people I met that knew where it was
2: oh yes yes <laughs>
0: I thought you were saying, Riga. I was yeah, like, no, why no, are we talking about offices? Riga? As in,
1: Riga as in Latvia. Oh,
2: okay. Yes, nobody knew yeah, yeah. Nobody knew where Riga was. Yeah, yeah. Myself included. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'd never been. Tanya's been, uh, haven't you? Yes, I'd, I'd yeah. never been, but at least he wrote, well, she, said, uh, she referred to Riga, and I said, oh, yeah, yeah, Latvia, yeah. So um, Done. There was a That's connection yes. there. <laughs> there was. You're tenuous. geographically
0: aware, yeah. we're picking you.
1: Yeah, Mar- marketing geographically aware <laughs> mentor. Yeah. That's what she needed. Brilliant,
0: brilliant. Um, So let's talk about then, sort of from from that moment, so we matched you, you you both made your selections, we paired you up, um, and I want to talk now about both your experience, but also what other people that might be listening, entrepreneurs, Tanya like you, who would be maybe considering, um, you know, what to get a mentor, what the value would be, sort of what did that sort of 12 months, the first meeting, you know, you guys have developed such an incredible partnership together, you know, what was it that you did from that first meeting on, um, to help sort of set out the sort of sort of success that you've experienced over the twelve the twelve months.
1: Yeah, well, I think for me, um, thinking back all those months ago, one of the key things we did was we we took our time. Actually, we we didn't. We went. We had the first meeting and mm-hmm. we met in quite a noisy Manchester restaurant, which became the venue. Actually, didn't it? For for a number of meetings after <laughs> yes. that, and um, I think that that's interesting in itself because whilst it was quite noisy, we, we, the noise didn't seem to matter because which it does in some meetings I have. Mm. So I can meet some people in coffee shops and you think, oh god. but actually we, we were that t- you know interested in talking about the business that um, that still worked. But I think the po- the point be the first meeting and even maybe the second actually we we, we sort of tried to get to know each other a bit and um, didn't jump headlong into the right what's this business about then and what do we need to do yeah. was try to I certainly I tried to understand where Tanya was coming from and um, I'm sure you did the same in terms of whether you know you could work with me personally because that 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 relationship is such is such an important part yeah as, you as, can't it, force it no and if yeah. and I've, I've worked with mentored coached other people formally and informally and sometimes you know even if the the business idea is there the experience is there the knowledge is there if you don't have you know, the same, a good enough rapport with somebody mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it might not necessarily be negative, it just, it's something that, um you know, doesn't work as well if you, unless you, if you can build or even hopefully instantly get a bit of a sort of understanding and rapport. So,
0: Tanya, how did that, those first couple of meetings work for you? Was that something that set you at ease?
2: It was, um, I think the first couple of meetings, yeah, it was just trying to get to know each other, trying to understand where we were both coming from. Uh, what we were going to do with the business, um, sort of some of the ideas. Um, I remember the, it was May, so it must have been our second meeting. Uh, I had this grand plan of um, doing a blog post in about two months. And, (laughs) And so Gareth kindly let me waffle on about this grand plan. And then he said, I finally stopped talking and he goes, right, you're going to do a blog post today. No, I'll give you till tomorrow. And then you're going to post it on Twitter so that I know you did it. (laughs) And that was when I knew this man-man business. But it was really good because right early on, it was an organic, um, you know, building of rapport and relationship. But then he challenged me in ways— that I wouldn't have been able to do it myself because mm. I would have waited those two months. And, you know, between that meeting and our next meeting, I ended up writing 10 uh, blog posts. So it, it was sort of a mixture of of pushing me um, and challenging me because at the very, at the very beginning, I didn't know a lot about business. Mm. I lacked confidence. I didn't believe in myself and my abilities. And so it was slow. It was sort of like a slow process of like doing the blog post and realizing that I can do some of the smaller things. And then um, we met in June. And um, so I think we had about three meetings um, by that time. And then that's when he had asked me, okay, how are we sort of going to make money? And that's, I think, when we had gotten into more of the business side. But we did take, you know, two or three meetings to sort of get to know each other. But he was still challenging me. Yeah.
1: I think that, that was, or I do remember that now, actually, now you've said it, and I think the um, when you were talking about doing a blog post in two months, it wasn't because it takes you two months. Tanya's a very good writer, actually, so you very easily can write something in a short space of time. But mm-hmm. it was that you wanted it to be perfect, didn't you? You sort of had this thing about, well, now I'm going to write it. I'm going to f- two months because it's got to be exactly right. So I said it was about challenging the timings, but but actually just getting something done and and. and, and getting over that bridge and, and sort of barrier that it doesn't have to be perfect actually, mm. as long as it's spell checked and, and it's written reasonably well, you know, it, let's yeah. get it out there and let's get the experience of doing the first one because after we've done the first one, we can do another yeah. nine.
0: Sounds like two a week. <laughs> two a week, yeah. <laughs> two, yeah. One and two months. Um, that sounds like a, a, like a key moment um in the relationship. Um, so what happened next when it started talking about commercializing? Because the business did change at some point. When did that all ha- Can you talk to me about what happened then?
2: Um, it, it was June. Uh, so we had met up in in mid-June. And uh, so Gareth had asked me, you know, how are you going to make money? And by then I had realized that it, it wasn't going to make money, that it wasn't a viable business. And um, so when, I, when we had first been paired, I had sent Gareth, um, sorry, Gareth had sent me a Uh, questions um, I think just trying to get to know me and sort of what my goals were and so I'd answered them and I had this idea of an itinerary a drag and drop itinerary building idea and I had shelved it completely and didn't think that it it could materialize and so when we had met uh, you know we both it was pretty clear that it was not going to make money. This this other business. So Gareth and I um, talked about other business ideas. He took the time to sort of go through what I had uh, said in that questionnaire, and that's how uh, Tripty, what is now Tripty, uh, came from the concept of an itinerary building website. So mm. um, it was about June time. Yeah. Anything you'd add to that, Gareth?
1: No, I I remember that, actually, vividly, and I think uh, the only things I'd add but one of the, as much as there was positives when I first met Tanya, I thought, yeah, I'd like to travel and I'd like to work with Tanya, and very interesting lady and one of the things that I think when she explained the business the original business concept mm. I was sat there I think sure, really, really that's a business that just sounds like a, a hobby frankly yeah but I won't tell her that now and, and you know shatter her dreams or try to pour cold water over what Good she's job. doing we trained
0: you well <laughs> because
1: hey you know you know you never I guess maybe when I said earlier about that's what I didn't think the relationship would, would last particularly long I knew it. La- I was never gonna I would never be somebody that would do that and on the first meeting but I thought maybe this isn't a business and maybe mm. we'll discover that and Maybe Tanya will, I'm sure, go off and do bigger and better things, but it, it'll go in a very different direction. And as what what happened was, Tanya's just Tanya just described. Sorry, um, Tanya just described the fact that we real we both realised that. And but rather than Tanya going off in a different direction, we over coffee and uh, uh, in in uh, our Manchester usual Manchester meeting place, literally on a sort of. Uh, Restaurant table. We started to scope out how it might evolve, but in in a with a similar sort of um, objectives, but make mm. it more into a business. Make it some make it into something that somebody somewhere eventually will want to pay for. Which is the journey we're on, isn't it? Still got a long way to go, but I think that's uh, that's that's how. It, so I was quite, you know, it's that's another thing for me. I got a massive amount of satisfaction uh, personally. Uh, from helping Tanya do that, of yeah. course, but also m- satisfaction, for, satisfaction for me personally because I thought, you know, hey, that, that, that we've, we've managed. I've managed to help this lady in a very short space of time. Pivot, pivot, and go into a different, quite a different direction. So
2: you make it sound incredibly painless. Um, was it? I think it actually was quite easy. Uh, I respected Gareth. I respected his experience. I was open to learning. I wanted his knowledge. Uh, I sort of had already suspected that it probably wasn't a viable business and so I think the day before you had been to it was some event and you were telling me about it and the reason that I had shelved the idea was because I didn't think that the back end would work Mm -hmm. and because Gareth had been to this uh event he was telling me about it and we sort of started bouncing ideas off of each other and uh you know he never made decisions he always offered his suggestions or observations opinions that sort of thing so uh, you know I was always the one making the final decisions but it was quite easy to bounce ideas off of each other Mm. We we were quite creative Um, with that, and that's how the concept had actually come to
0: light. So June was the pivot point. Chip T was born on the restaurant table. Yeah. Um, What's been happening since? Tell us about that.
2: So after our meeting in June, I went away and did some research and uh, looked at sort of comparables, what websites were offering and what we could offer that was different. Um, So with Tripti, it's a travel itinerary building website. So customers would go to the platform, they would create a profile, they would answer a questionnaire. And then based on that questionnaire about their travel habits and interests, our system would create a a travel itinerary where they can either take it and go on holidays with it, or um, they can customize it further. So say the system suggested a an art museum and the, cust- the customer doesn't want to do an art museum, they want to go to an amphitheater, they can easily substitute it. So that's how Tripti has come to now. But uh, when we had first started meeting, um, we had met in July, and I had shared some of the concepts with Gareth and, and what we wanted, what I thought the website should look like. And so then the next step was to get a web developer to build a prototype And so I had uh, met with a web developer. And at the time, I didn't know that web developers uh, is a very broad concept. (laughs) And it means very different things to different people. And so I had met up with one developer who was quite frankly awful. And at the time you know, I lack confidence. I wasn't sure exactly what the idea was. I didn't know exactly what I wanted in the prototype. Mm. And so it was actually quite off-putting and it scared me quite a bit because I realized how much I didn't know. And so I had met up with Gareth. I had explained to him what was going on and, you know, he encouraged me to you know, continue looking and that just because it was one developer that doesn't mean the next one. So I had actually met up with another one who could do the back end, but he couldn't do the front end. And so uh, when Gareth and I had met up on the third time, um, he had said that he had asked some of his contacts and um, he had found a web developer in Leeds. And so that's how uh, we sort of got on that path Met up with him in Leeds and um, discussed different options. What would the prototype look like? And then we ended up uh, doing the sprint. That's when
0: I called. You did one of your check in calls, and you're like, I'm in Leeds. <laughs> and I was yes. like, oh my God, see what <laughs> right. Sounds like it's going great.
1: It's quite an experience for me, yeah. a learning experience for me, though, that because just as you, you were sort of, as you've explained there, Tanya, you know, you were sort of starting to get. Um, Nervous and about what the the level of technical knowledge needed to choose the right supplier, for want of a better term. Mm. Even with my background in marketing and agencies, it wasn't necessarily technical. Yeah. Well, my my knowledge isn't technical, and it wasn't necessarily what well, is effectively app development by any means. So therefore, I start. I, there was a learning experience for I started to sort of think, hang on a minute, you know, do mm. I know anybody? And even if I don't know anybody, how am I going to help Tanya yeah. find the right person because I've not got the it's kind of level of knowledge that decides whether which coding language is right or what some mm. things needs to be built on um so and it, it it was it was a little bit um of a of a sort of challenge at that stage wasn't it but for us both i think you know we were deciding that we want we know what we knew what we wanted but trying to find it was a little bit like finding a needle in a haystack
2: it was and the benefit, though, was that you didn't step in right away. I still ha- I still went back and still did more research, still trying to find the developer with your encouragement. And then uh, when I had met with the second developer, yeah, he, w- he was quite good with the back end, which was something that we had focused on um, and thought that that's what we wanted. But then um, actually through speaking to the web develop- developer that we're using now... It it was the front end that we needed to actually focus on, so it it was a learning curve, I think, for yeah, both of absolutely, us. Absolutely,
1: yeah. It's been a learning curve for me as well in terms of trying to stop myself stepping in, not because <laughs> I know all the answers, of course, yeah. but just trying to uh, and uh, allow Tanya to sort of have that journey of discovery. And and it's that's that's the right thing to do. But having worked in my own business for nearly twenty years, it would it's hard, it's hard yeah, not to because you know I'm used to not having all the answers by any means, but if there's something going wrong, I'm used to proposing a solution and I didn't want to do that. didn't think it was right for me to do that with, with Tanya because that, that wasn't really, well, that isn't the purpose mm. of a mentor.
0: It sounds like, Gareth, you're um, learning as much as as Tanya through certainly this part of the, um, the relationship that you're describing now. Can you elaborate on that?
1: Yeah, absolutely, Trish. I think I'd say I've learned as much as Tanya throughout the whole of the relationship, actually, but particularly this part of uh, the journey that we're on in terms of trying to find a, 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 a technical supplier, particularly because mm. Tanya doesn't have a, co- a technical co-founder. Yeah you know both non technical people looking for technical expertise on a budget and 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 easily yeah somebody that we could work with that, that can talk our you know you know that can explain difficult and and uh, technical concepts to, to to sort of lay people really so definitely learned a lot about that it was harder than i thought and i've learnt um that uh you know there's a lot of agencies out there and of course, you've got to choose the right one, isn't as easy as I thought. hunt. For me, mm. for somebody with an agency background, it's been quite a sort of um, epiphany moment, really, and something that I've sort of thought, hang on a minute, you know, that I've come from this industry, but we we often, as agencies, don't make it easy for people to buy from us, mm. um, and often often make a lot of promises that uh, are not 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 lies or trying to mislead people, but we say as agencies we can do a lot of things when actually. Our core expertise is often as agencies in only very certain areas. And um, if you don't pick the right uh, agency, then you can spend a lot of money and time and effort for for the wrong reasons, really.
0: Mm -hmm. And the same applies then for development agencies, do you
1: think? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, development agencies, you know, there's a real opportunity. So we've we've been working with... uh, some, some guys in Leeds who have been fantastic, um, but I, I've learned, again, client, I've worked with client and agency, I've been a client relationship manager in an agency for 20, well, th- nearly 30 years, sadly, for my age. <laughs> but um, it, it, you you just learn every day. You know, yeah. that there's, there's things that these guys have done which have been brilliant, and there's things that I've thought, oh, you know what, if you'd have just said this to Tanya, because Tanya needs it. She need, yeah. partic- If I can give an example, partic- Tanya's very detailed and very... Uh, Wants all the detail, and and when a, a deadline is committed to, or, or we, mm. th- then she wants it done by that deadline, and yeah. that's that's to to anybody else listening, that's probably hey, why wouldn't you not want it done by the deadline? But in agencies, sometimes we sort of we try for deadlines, but but then come up with a lot of excuses why they're not hit, and Tanya found that very frustrating. I found it very frustrating, but I didn't find it quite as frustrating as, as Tanya because I've I've sort of used to that world really. Yeah. Um, but it it I didn't mean to say that. I thought, hey, I know better than Tanya. It made it made me reflect. Actually, you know, we should. Yeah. Why Why shouldn't Tanya get what she absolutely mm. needs on that particular day? She's yeah. paying for it. Uh, nobody said it can't happen. So why give us? Ourse- you know, why give ourselves or give those people excuses? It should happen.
0: I think it's that nervousness. I think from a founder's point of view when you're mm. you don't really understand the technical aspects yeah. and you do get sort of bamboozled with lots of acronyms and technical speak which from and I'm speaking about my own experience here running my own yeah. startup is that you don't you don't really understand what they're saying and they'll talk to you like you, you they expect you to understand what they're saying and you really just don't yeah. and there's that sort of gap between their ability to communicate to non-technical people yeah. and uh they're they just you know their kind of mindset and the way that they that they work yeah there's a market opportunity out there somewhere there is somewhere,
1: somewhere. <laughs> absolutely but I, I think added absolutely that but added to that as well I've, i saw from the opposite side of the fence for the first time in a long long time that when you'd you, you know these guys are working on stuff in the background but tanya was getting frustrated because tanya yeah. can't see that happening can you you know you you yeah. Yeah. you were you were frustrated concerned worried because it's your baby and you're paying for it and and time's ticking away and things were happening in the background but because nothing was sort of really visible tangible tangible you can't see it and then you wonder are we going to get that call on Friday to say it's done or are we going to get a call saying it's not done done." yeah um that was uh yeah
0: so where are we now we're at the beginning of 2019 uh, coming into the spring and um What's uh, where is Tripti and I you guys are at the end of your official 12 months um, through the Tech Manchester programme um, so that will be coming to a formal end this, this month um, but I don't think that's the end of this relationship so what next for Tripti and what next for Tanya and Gareth, I'm not sure if we can make a one of those like hashtags out of that <laughs> Tareth <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You're going to have to get T-shirts made. (laughs) Tanya, so what about next for Trip T?
2: Um, Well, right now we've got the the prototype completed. Uh, We've got an information website uh, that's just gone live. And so now it's working on the minimal viable product and uh, looking for investments for that.
0: Nice. And what about um, you both together as a? As an ongoing partnership, do you want to see each other again? I'm going to
1: do- <laughs> <laughs> like blind. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Um well, from my perspective, it's his coming to twelve months. And that's absolutely flown, and we've um, you know I've had the uh, luxury of uh, ability to spend more time than perhaps some people in my position as a mentor would be, mm-hmm. because I've not been necessarily full-time uh, having a certainly not holding down a full-time job so that i've had that uh, ability which has been great uh, but it has evolved since the, over the year, the year as well i think it was really important at the start obviously to meet in person which we did several times well many times but we've we've Get, particularly given the distance, mm. um, so I, I'm over in Yorkshire and, and Tony's obviously in, in Manchester, particularly given the distance we've, we've we've spent much more time on sort of video call now haven't we and that that works just as well and I, I think it works now because uh, online because we um, established a strong relationship in person, you know, up front yeah. um, and I, I wouldn't have wanted to just start like that but um, now we know each other and we know how to sort of interact Um it works really well online, doesn't it? So, from my perspective, I know whilst the Tech Manchester program might come to a formal end, I'd still like to continue to support Tanya in what and however yeah, you, you know she needs me to do that. But uh, one of the key things I think we need, not just for Tanya but for Tripty, is to grow the network of, mm. of people and and get other people involved, not not formally and not maybe on a sort of um, regular basis, but to grow the. Um, experience and and gain experience from other people as well so whether that's other mentors or other people with partners that you we might be able to sort of introduce each other to but I think that's that's really vital for the the business going forward that we sort of expand its own network
0: it's great to finish on an ask so I think um you know we've thoroughly enjoyed listening to your um your story today Um, I think if uh, listeners want to check in on SoundCloud or iTunes, they'll be able to find a link to uh, information on Trip T. And if you are inspired by um, travel, uh, travel itinerary websites, really like the sound of um, all the exciting stuff that Tanya and Gareth are doing, please reach out through um, those platforms and we'd be happy to connect you if you want to get involved. Um, But for now, for anyone that's... um, thinking about getting a mentor and stressing about what that might mean. Hopefully this episode would um, allay any of those fears and give you a better night's sleep. Thank you.